Rutschman, deep right field. He's headed to the home run derby, and he's playing a little long ball here. That's an upper deck shot. And Rutschman, a no-doubter. The Orioles make it a 10-1 ball game. He'll do it in Minneapolis first before we see him do it in Seattle. Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Adley Rutschman, 18 to 1 to win the home run derby. Masson with the call there. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashu, Bet MGM tonight. Uh, so you're, you've, you've now found even a 490 and a half, I see. Longest yep. home run? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. smells, smells yeah. under in this. It's not minus 145 to the under, though. Uh, so. That's true. Are you willing to pay that juice? Yeah, I, I, I did. I did a little bit just because it's, it's down to what four eighty seven right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think so. Why not? I think it's, it's I mean, probably worth it. There's literally nothing else to bet tonight, other I, than I Jamaica. That's Jamaica's going to keep it close tonight against Mexico. I You're all in. You You're all in on. So there you go. Cody Decker jumps on with us now. You see him every day now. FS1, the Carton Show, MLB Network, BetQL, of course, Bet for the Cycle, t- noon to four Eastern every Saturday. How are you, superstar? Good to see you. Gentlemen, 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 I'm just geared up and ready to watch this home run derby. Who do you guys got your money on? I got my pick. Yeah, I got mine too. I'm going back to the well this year just because if he wins, it's going to be torture. So I'm going to uh, J-Rod. Home field advantage. Really? I'm in on Mookie Betts, my friend. I'm feeling the Mookie Betts vibes here. You know, it's funny. Mookie Betts just did an interview like an hour and a half ago, and they asked him what he thought of his odds to win this. And he said, not high, yep. not high, yep. but not zero. But I'm actually with you, Nick. I think he's actually going to do a lot better than he thinks, we think, anyone thinks. When it comes to this, I think of this, because I actually did a lot of the home run derby stuff last year for ESPN and Major League Baseball. I went to Dodger Stadium all the time and hit a bunch of home runs for him and did the whole process of doing the two-minute time limit thing and the whole thing. It takes – it's an endurance track, man. You need an athlete to actually survive past through this thing at this point i know alonzo has won this a couple of times he's a bit heavier but man oh man i'm telling you mookie bets i think is actually built for this type of thing is that your pick you going with mookie too nope i'm going with pete <laughs> alonzo he's the final boss period stop the final boss <laughs> so you just want me to lose all my money right away in the first round and have nothing to even cheer for the rest of the night and sit here just waiting for what my is- jamaica kickoff you and I did a show together here uh, for BetMGM and BetQL for two years, and you're just now realizing I root against you every single day? <laughs> so Pete Alonzo? Really? Yeah! I mean, Why? Because he's only been in three and won two of them? Seems like a pretty good idea. Seems like a solid sample size. All right, I want to ask you about Otani, but I got two other bets that I could actually uh, place right now I want to ask you about. So who, hits the lo- who do you think hits the longest homer tonight? Pete Alonzo's plus 350. That's a safe bet, but honestly, the guy I'm looking out for that is maybe Luis Robert. I think Luis Robert, who is the biggest, strongest guy in this thing, I don't expect him really to go very deep into this thing, but I do expect him to launch at least two or three mammo shots tonight. If he doesn't, I'll be very disappointed. Over or under 490 and a half or 487? Do you think we get over? I want to say over because I got to tell you, I used some of these balls that they used in the home run derby last year, and they only gave me like two or three of these to use. And I'm telling you right now, man, to say they're juiced is generous. (laughs) They're very juiced. They're golf balls. They're going to be launched tonight. Dude, take the over. Seattle, do it. They're very, very bouncy is what you can say. We don't have to say they're juice. They're just bouncy balls, you know? They just they got a lot of spring to them. Yeah. Hey, what do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No humidor being used tonight. Let's <laughs> just say that. Hey, listen, it's all about entertainment. We know that's what it's supposed to be. We love home runs. The more home runs, the better we get in this. Uh, we'll see Shohei Otani in the All-Star game at least hitting second. Uh, the, the Angels now apparently are at least 
kind of backing off their stance of not trading Shohei Otani. They got you know, Mike Trout injured. Anthony Rendon's always hurt at this point. Is there any chance that the Angels are just stubborn enough to say, we're going to keep Shohei Otani the rest of the season, knowing it's going to cost half a billion dollars to re-sign him, and he's not going to want to come back anyway? Because, oh, I don't know if you saw this. He's talking about how much he wants to win, and he, it keeps getting stronger and stronger because he's playing for a team that doesn't win. You saw how he reacted after playing that WBC, that last at bat against him and Mike Trout. That was the most electric five minutes mm -hmm. of my life. It was three pitches and three fastballs. It's the best thing I've watched in my baseball life going on 36 years, man. Yeah, this guy wants to play for a winner, plain and simple. He's going to make half a billion dollars no matter where he goes. So that really narrows the, the teams down to three teams that can afford him, the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Yankees. And I do think the San Francisco Giants might be a sneaky uh, one in there as well. But it's going to come down to the trade deadline to answer your actual question, Nick. Are they stubborn enough? No. Is Artie Moreno stubborn enough? <laughs> yes, because Artie Moreno's a lunatic who simply just only wants to count dollar signs that are coming out in and out of his stadium. And if he's going to be going after the home run record that he's currently on pace for 57 home runs right now, despite only playing 80 games in the first half, Listen, it's not out of the question that he keeps them. I don't agree with it. I think it's stupid. I think it hamstrings the Angels for a decade to come. But at the end of the day, Artie Marino knows nothing about baseball, and he proves it year in, year out. And when he makes the final decision, that's just an unfortunate thing. Uh, if it's someone's going to trade for him, I don't even know. The funny thing is you ask around baseball, it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the greatest haul of all time. I agree, but no one has a clue what that means because we've never been in this position. We've never seen the best pitcher and best hitter in Major League Baseball being traded at the trade deadline, let alone them being the same person. All right, so two quick questions there to follow up really quickly. So do you think that it would be the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, a big market team at the deadline, or do you think that maybe a team, I'm just going to throw like Baltimore out or Tampa Bay, like maybe like a middle of the market, smaller market team, Maybe they would do it even knowing that they're not going to be able to re-sign them just as a rental to try to go all in for this year. Do you think that there's a chance I that that happens? Think, I do think there's a chance of one team. There's only one team that catches my ear when I hear that thought because I do not see the Rays doing it. The Rays, it's just not their MO to uh, pilfer their entire minor league system all the time. Uh, in fact, they're usually the team that's on the other end of that. Just ask the San Diego Padres who they've outfleeced for like 14 prospects <laughs> in the last two years. Who you actually you should look at is that team I just mentioned. The San Diego Padres, because the San Diego Padres came yeah. into this season as a juggernaut, an all-star team. They should be leading the National League West by 10 games. Here they are right now in fourth place in this division. And quite frankly, if this team that that owner spent this much money on does not make the playoffs, my God, everyone head in that front office has got to roll. So if I'm A.J. Preller, who's already a lunatic and clearly shows that if it ain't bolted down to the ground, it is 100% for sale, um, he will give up anything just to save his job to get agent, just to get his hands on this guy for two months. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I think no matter what, this guy's going to be a Los Angeles Dodger. But I could see AJ Preller doing something just insane enough to get this done at the trade deadline, knowing full well they won't re-sign him next year. I know he just had wrist surgery, but do you think if you move Otani at the deadline, there's any chance that you move Trout? I don't know what the market would be for Rendon since he hasn't played more than 56 games the last three years, but... I would expect, uh, like, if you're trading Otani, why not just blow the whole thing up? You know what I mean? And try to go the money ball way and win in Los Angeles. I absolutely would if I could. I'll tell you right now, Perry Manison is a very smart baseball guy. He's a very good GM, and the only thing that's hamstringing him is his general manager. But, yeah, dude, that, uh, to answer your question, 
Yeah, they should. And I do think the wrist injury is a little bit more of a, a little bit misleading, unfortunately. That's just what everyone's calling it. What it is is a hammock bone injury. Unfortunately, hammock bone injuries happen very, very often. Unfortunately, it's like having an appendix in your hand. You don't need it. It just hurts when you break it. So once it's removed, it's never going to be an issue ever again for him. It's usually something that happens to a younger guy earlier on in his career. It's just a little bit of an outlier that it's happening to him now, which absolutely sucks. But God, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't take a chance on Mike Trout right now? There's about 10 teams in Major League Baseball that would 100% trade for his services coming back from surgery because he does plan to be back on the field before the season's over. I mean, I would love to see Mike Trout, I don't know, in the playoffs for a change. That would be good. I think all of baseball could love that. Talking to Cody Decker, BetMGM tonight. I want to go back to the Padres real quick because, you know, we talk about how bad they are. But it's hard to find an explanation as to why. They give up these big leads. You hear about the clubhouse. Everybody seems to hate each other right now. And this team is loaded with talent. We look at teams like the Rays and the Orioles and the Reds, all these very young teams that are talented. But, like, they went the opposite route because they can't afford to pay for a team like the Padres have. What's wrong with the Padres? Why isn't it working? I want to say I have the absolute definitive answer. But if you're hearing rumors about this clubhouse, then yeah, I got to look at the clubhouse. I got to look at the front office above it. I played for this team in two, from 2009 to 2015. I was only there one year of the A.J. Preller administration, and it was a very interesting year. I got to say, that was a clubhouse of a bunch of baseball players who absolutely despised each other. I never played for a team that absolutely rooted against each other the way that 2015 San Diego Padres team did. It was very fantastic really kind of mind-blowing to see. And now this is another A.J. Preller team that was a chock-full superstar team that he has constructed. This time, he doesn't have the excuse of saying, well, you know, it was my first year. I was making a splash with all these trades. Dude, you've been there for nearly a decade. These are all your top prospects and all your top prospects you've traded away to get this high-end talent. And now you have one of the highest payrolls in Major League Baseball history, not just in baseball right now. Quite frankly... You got to look to the top. You got to find out what the culture is. I thought that was the whole point of bringing in Bob Melvin. That's not even taking care of it. So honest to God, you got to start looking at the head of the spear and the head of the spear is AJ Preller in that front office. Uh, Are the Rays going to blow this division lead? The Orioles only two games back here. (laughs) Actually, I should just reframe that question. Did the Orioles have any chance to win the AL East? You know they do. Know. You absolutely know they do. I don't I don't like it either. I listen, I want them to be a playoff team, but I'm big on this Rays team, man. They're exciting, they're fun, they're energetic. The only the only thing that sucks is that no one talks about them because they're stuck in Tampa playing in a minor league hockey stadium in St. Pete. It sucks. They got to fix that situation very, very badly. I can't believe Major League Baseball stepped in in any way to help the A's with their situation because the A's created their situation. Tampa Bay has done nothing but create a winner over and over and over again, and no one talks about them. So this is a team I want to see go deep into the playoffs. I would love to see a World Series run by this team. And quite frankly, I think it's time for them to make such a thing. Can they lose this lead? Yes, they can. But I don't think it's as much about them as much as about not even the Baltimore Orioles, man. The the AL beast is a real thing. This is the most insane division we've ever seen. The Boston Red Sox are in last place. They would be in first place in two other major league divisions right now. The Reds sit a game up on the Brewers in the NL Central. The Reds have been just a ton of fun to watch this year. I was lucky enough to snag them 17-1 to to win the division. They're actually still not favored, though. Brewers are even money. Reds are now at plus 125 to win it. What's the ceiling for this Reds team this season? playoffs and that's it 
there and I don't see them going deep in the playoffs at all now keep in mind if you get into October anything could happen but unless this team makes some serious moves on the pitching mound side this is just a flash in the pan right now they're exciting to watch offensively they're about as young and dynamic as any team in baseball offensively and go toe-to-toe with anyone offensively pitching wise a lot to be desired if they don't make some moves at the trade deadline quite frankly if they had this offense and the pitching staff they had two three years ago this team's making a deep run. They don't have that pitching staff. Their pitching staff is dreadful. They need to fix it. If you had to place a bet on any of the teams in the AL Central to win that division, who would you go with? <laughs> None. Don't, I wouldn't waste my money. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'll pick the Reds because they're at least fun to watch. Sure as hell ain't going to be the Cubs, especially now that Dansby's gone down. They're probably going to trade away Stroman. It's definitely not going to be the Pirates. They're still another year away at least. And listen... I don't even put it out of the realm of possibility that the insane Cardinals figure it out and somehow just climb back. And the only reason they could climb back is because that division is so ungodly bad. Oh, and the Brewers. I forget about them all the time. The reason why is because they're a perennial never-win team. As much as they win that division, it's just because they're in that division. They get exposed every time they get outside of that division. The Brewers are perennially meh. I thought the Rangers were the best team in baseball before I went on vacation, and then they went 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. Now they're only two games uh, above the Astros right now, so the Astros are going to the, the, win the West, right? Yeah, they are, and here I've been saying it for months. I know no one wants to hear it, but the Mariners have been historically very bad the first half these last two seasons. They turn it on every second half, and now all of a sudden they're above 500 and ahead of the Angels. I would really watch out for the Mariners going forward because this is a team that is primed to win, and they're without Robbie Ray. You want a team that might make a splash at the trade deadline, I'd watch out for them. But keep in mind, the trade deadline's not going to be as active. It'll only be super active if we get a name like Otani in there. But if Otani's not traded, then there's really only two teams that are legitimate sellers, and that's the White Sox and that is the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, it depends on whether or not they're actually going to sell or not, but I have to assume both of these teams will be sellers at the deadline. Cody, got about a minute. Uh, there's all this conversation about all these division leaders, and I feel like we rarely hear about the Braves, who just happen to be 60-29 and 29 at the All-Star break. This is a team that I feel like can win the World Series, might even be better than the one that won it a couple of years ago. Where are you on the Braves? They're scary. I don't mm. I don't like how scary they are. <laughs> yes, you're right. We criminally don't talk about them enough. They're their best team in the National League right now. But to be fair, they were the best team in the National League, it seemed, last year, too. They got surprised just as much as anybody else did by the Phillies. So when it comes down to it, right now on paper, this should be the Braves pennant period stop. That being said... It should have been their pennant last year, too. So this could really be a very unique October. And I'm really intrigued by the trade deadline because last year, listen, we didn't expect the Phillies to all of a sudden jump in it at the trade deadline. They did. They make it all the way to the World Series. There could be another surprise team out there that might do the exact same thing. Cody Decker, good to talk to you, buddy. No, love you. Great Thank to you. talk to you. <laughs> we always love to see our old pal Cody Decker. FS1 now. Bet for the cycle on BetQL every Saturday, noon to 4 Eastern. Uh, yeah, it's it is it is a little ridiculous when you think about it how much the Braves are not talked about. Yeah, like they're sixty and twenty nine. I don't know what it is about them. I just it's always felt like a team like the Dodgers are more flashy. Obviously, the Yankees, the Rays are like exciting because it's this young team. The the, the the Braves are just not talked about at all. Yeah, they're the best team in baseball. Yeah. You know, for them, they just have to, like, they can't get bored in August and in September. Right. That's that's my biggest concern for them because they're so good. Mariners are 7-3 and three in their last 10, though. Yeah, they're I can't do that to myself. I wouldn't year. do it. Not I wouldn't do year. it. No. I mean, you sure you don't want to do it at all? We'll Nothing? see what J-Rod does. There you right. go. It's Ben MG on the night.